over 30,000 views in the first three days, reviewed by major media outlets across the interwebs. Dubbed one of the best fan films around, and one of the most wanted scenes at Dark Knight Rises. Arkham Rising. See it. ArkhamRising.com Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Hey folks, it's Toski from the YMM Podcast with my very special guest. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. You're going to help Daddy do a promo? Yeah. Just going to give you the rundown on what's going on in the YMM Podcast world. Uh, we seem to be all over the map lately. Can't uh, stick to a regular timeline whatsoever. But as I say every week, hopefully uh, it starts now, today, this Tuesday, uh, with this release of the podcast, and hopefully we can continue to uh, maintain our absolute level of professionalism that you've come to expect. <laughs> I couldn't even say it with a straight face. But either way, uh, quick rundown of what's going on in the world. Uh, everyone keeps talking about how long these intros are and how horrible they are. Um, but basically, uh, this is my show, and I can do whatever the hell I want. Um, so everyone's talking about ladies' room. Uh, we were supposed to put it up last week, ran into a little bit of troubles. Uh, I did anyway. And everyone's like, well, where's ladies' room? Where's ladies' room? I want to hear chicks talk about their underwear and their tits and tattoos, and I want ladies' room. Uh, and I go, listen, Dad, relax. It'll be up. So next week, next Tuesday, you'll hear the brand new uh, Ladies Room podcast with Ash and Stace. And it's a great show. Um, won't be disappointed. Like I said, it was supposed to go up last week, but we ran into some trouble. So it's going to go up. Fear not. Uh, it will be there. And it's a great, great show. Uh, coming up on the podcast, there's just been so much Fort McMurray stuff going on, too. And don't worry, I got it all got it all logged and uh trust me i got an opinion on all of it that i definitely want to get to uh discussing with people so uh we're definitely going to do uh, another Fort mac podcast another well another current events podcast i guess you can call it just to bring everyone up to snuff uh on uh, what's going on in the world of fort mcmurray and of course my uh, thoughts on it and, and of course tito and we'll bring in some other people to see if they want to jump in and um also Arkham Rising is still chugging along. Definitely subscribe to the YouTube site, youtube.com slash Arkham Rising, or of course go to the main website, ArkhamRising.com, uh, Facebook.com slash Arkham Rising Film. Uh, check it all out. The views are still coming. And what's best now is if you wanted to get to know more about the uh, prisoners in Arkham in the film, check out the YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. We're posting uh, new stuff, Dr. Quinzel files uh, all the time. Go on the YouTube page, check it out. Uh, uh, we're still doing some more stuff to it, and it's uh, every Friday something's getting released in some capacity. And uh, check it out. Still chugging along. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Share it. Uh, tweet about it. Facebook it. The whole works. Get us out there. Uh, spread it around. It's still going. We still absolutely love it. We still want to do more, and uh, hopefully uh, the world wants us to do more as well. But yeah, so that's going on. Also, uh, coming up soon is going to be uh, the podcast on the uh, Food Hamper Challenge. Uh, for those that have seen myself, uh, I've tweeted a little bit, uh, trying to get a blog post up there. But some people of the community are involved in the uh, Wood Buffalo Food Bank, uh, the Food Hamper Challenge. We're basically... Uh, people from the community are trying to live off a month's worth of food from the food bank. And I'll tell you... 
uh, I, I am solely dedicated. Like, I will never cheat on a girlfriend or wife or, or any significant other, but I cheat on a diet like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> and it has not been going well. It's hard. Like, the stuff that they give you for the food bank, like, the stuff that they issue for a month is, is all canned foods. And it's, like, I, I never thought, <laughs> I never thought I'd crave fresh foods, uh, foods as much as I, I have. And like I said, there's days where I just, just can't follow the, the plan. And there's days where I can. And, and yeah, check out, there's going to be on the blog post, uh, whymanpodcast.com. I'm going to throw up, uh, I know Ashley's got one up there. Uh, and I'm going to just add to it there and see what I can pop in my two cents. But look forward to that. We're going to podcast it with everyone that was involved. Uh, myself, uh, Jerry Neville from the Country 933, Teresa Wells, McMurray Musings, Ash, Stacy from Ladies Room Podcast. Uh, there was definitely a few others, too, that I can't quite remember off the top of my head. And uh, Ariana from the Food Bank is going to be on the show as well. And we're going to hear the thoughts. Uh, some people have already thrown in the towel. Um, I basically, I guess I have thrown in the towel, but uh, some days I can stick by it pretty good, and other days I can't, which isn't really the point of the whole thing but yeah very hard you're going to hear all the thoughts about it uh check out the website whymanpodcast.com for some blogs and of course uh check out the food bank website uh, woodbuffalofoodbank.com and they've got some links to the sites there and you'll see some hear some insights and of course look for the podcast about the challenge soon um so that's kind of what's coming up. We got some special stuffs coming up for Christmas. It's the holiday season, and uh, we got some cool stuff in the works for Christmas. Uh, maybe another uh, radio play. <laughs> uh, so that's coming up, and that leads us to this week. The Calendar Girls is the latest Keanu uh, uh, production coming up. And speaking of the Keanu production, uh, Blake Crosley stars in uh, this Keanu production, Calendar Girls. And his son, actually, Nathaniel Crosley, has another wicked project on the go. LegoForAfrica.ca is the website. Go check it out. Um, this this 11-year-old kid does absolutely amazing, amazing work. Part of the top 40, under 40, uh, from the Connect Weekly this past summer definitely well worth it he's done amazing work in the past uh for the uh, needy in africa and uh, this project is just even even better so check it out legoforafrica.ca uh, and also check out calendar girls uh, but you'll hear all about that in the latest episode of the podcast Welcome to Fort Mac. Welcome to the YMM Podcast. I'm Totsky, and this is the Nude Podcast. But before everyone gets that image in their head of me naked and turns off the show, wait until you see what I have in store at the dining room table today. Go. Oh, I guess this is my <laughs> turn to talk. Um, Michelle Lansiedel. Pleasure. Welcome back. Thank you very much. It's been a while. 
Falmai Goggin. I have not been here for like 10 months. Is that how long it's been? Ooh. February, I guess. February, whatever one. that is. I don't know. Yeah, a while. A, a while. Welcome back. The, I'm here. The epic director of Chicago. Epic. <laughs> and me, Misty Oak. Misty's back. Fully nude. Yes. All the time. It is chilly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so uh, no Tito today. He's actually doing uh, some other stuff that Slacker. can't be Lame. here. <laughs> I'm starting to think he doesn't exist. He's never around when I'm spoiled, when I am. Yeah, this is strike one. He was there for ladies' room, wasn't no, he? No, not when I was here. No, he had something else to do. Who was I was snickering do. with in the background then? It must have been Steve, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, because you were part of actually the original ladies' room. Or the inaugural, yeah. I should the say. The inaugural. The inaugural once every couple months. Yeah. Uh, this actually would be an ideal ladies' room podcast, but no, I'm going to get it. He can't handle the heat yeah, that we've yeah, got at the table right now. The raw <laughs> sexual energy <laughs> emanating, inching backwards as we speak. Yes, there we go. Well, it's, this is the, obviously if no one's caught on yet, this is the Calendar Girls podcast because uh, starting Thursday, yeah. right? Yeah. Thursday's preview is Friday's opening. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. Yes. I don't have to edit that. Got it. <laughs> uh, for the uh, second, no, third, sorry, second? Second. Second, second show of the season. Second uh, production, Calendar Girls. So someone, as you elegantly put it last time when you were talking on the podcast, uh, we don't do no research or we're not even legit media. So I have no idea what Calendar Girls is, so explain it to me. No. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a play. It is. Let's start there. Okay. Uh, it's written by Tim Firth. Correct. Uh, it's based on the uh, 2003 Miramax film. Also written by Tim Firth and Juliet Tauhitty. You got it. We have to say all those things. All the so, time. Thanks. So it was, this one was actually a movie first and then a play second. It was, yeah. It's sort of, yeah, it's backwards to what usually happens. What usually yeah. happens. Okay, yeah. cool. And the buzz around this one has been quite a lot because, of course, the central theme around this one is my favorite, nudity. And the Calendar Girls uh, calendar was launched, when was it, two weeks ago? Yeah. 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 How's that been selling? It's been selling great. Yeah, it's uh, people just love getting their hands on our ladies. nude calendar. <laughs> what else is there to say? What I is, don't expect it. What did we learn last podcast? Oh, tastefully nude. There's tastefully a difference between nude. nude. Well, I think the most important thing about Calendar Girls and the story is that it's it's a true story. It's a true story about uh, you know a group of real women who who made a real difference, and it it garnered them international fame and mm-hmm. now it's turned into a play and we have the honor to tell that story where mm-hmm. was it again the actual story like wisconsin no it's in the the women are originally uh from yorkshire so like yorkshire. North, north country england oh okay yeah and so the 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 play obviously oh there goes my jacket um because <laughs> i'm not wearing anything <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is chilly i you can look see really naked now <laughs> i know like it's all happening now people Whoa. <laughs> um no so the story is that there was there was a group of women um in Yorkshire, who were members Yorkshire. of uh, the, the WI. I don't know. <laughs> sure, but it sounded and then they made sounded some good. cheese. Yeah. <laughs> then they went to a Green Bay Packers game and took their clothes off. Uh, no, so this group of, of women in England, uh, who uh, the connection between the women is that they were all members of the WI, which is the Women's Institute, which is um, it's a it's a it's a British uh, women's organization that came out of uh, World War II when the men were all away, and so it was a way to organize the women because they became the providers for families. So it was a way to organize making clothes and sharing food resources and blah, 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 blah. And now the WI is really a, it's a social organization. So I don't know what the Canadian, I mean, there is a Canadian equivalent. It's not really striking me right now, but like, um, 
I think I've, I've, I know what you're saying too. It's I'm trying to think of it as well. It's something like it's like a church group, but it's not a church group. Uh, it's the welcome wagon, maybe. Yeah. Uh, um, and so, so the WI now is focused in England on sort of like uh, encouraging and preserving, you know, uh, traditions like arts and crafts and jam making and knitting and like all those things that we think about British women doing. Um, so this group of women, they're in the WI, and uh, one of the women, her uh, husband, uh, receives a cancer diagnosis. So he receives the cancer diagnosis, and five months later, he dies. Um, and so this sort of really shatters that group of women, and they decide, because they have spent so much time in the visitor's lounge at the hospital, um, which has this really terrible couch, they decide, well, we need to raise money to, to buy a new couch for the hospital. And the WI every year traditionally produces a calendar, which is like usually, you know, pictures of the hills, pictures of the lane, like mm. pictures of the church. Uh, and so they kind of Typical like out of, yeah, <laughs> totally. And so out of like kind of out of thin air, they decide, well, like those nude calendars sell really well. Let's do those that. Fireman calendars. <laughs> those fireman calendars. But the angle is that they're all doing typical WI activities. So they're making jam and they're gardening and they're whatever. Um, and then the rest of it, like it, it really did go viral in every sense of the word. And, uh, and it, and it hit like international media and, um, yeah, the movie followed very quickly after and the play came quickly after that. And, uh, yeah. So to date they've raised over 5 million pounds so basically double that for Canadian currency for leukemia and lymphoma wow. research. And yeah, these women, not all of them, but there's a core group of them who continue uh, to do fundraising and tours and they often come to the, op- they're not coming to, to Keanu, um, but they often go to openings of the shows and like, yeah, the national know. tour in, in London. Yeah. They go to that. So they've continued this, like, so it wasn't just a one-off, like it's really become a life sort of passion for some of them. So um, yeah, so the show is, like super funny and you'll laugh and cry and like yeah you're gonna see a lot of skin but there's this great like heart to it like that's why I love the plays because there's this really beautiful story because there's an yeah it's the whole goes back to what we discussed with extremities too like besides for the whole gimmick that we were hyping up like the rapey funny Mm -hmm. that whole well not really funny but we were talking about that theme no but there there was a theme (laughs) there was a theme point too that there was a theme point behind it right yeah and uh, with this calendar girls when someone was like well what's calendar girls all about and I'm like nudity <laughs> Tasteful nudity, but also I learned that love. Last episode. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm just reading it right here. Actually, you said how much pounds they make? Like, uh, I think it's oh, maybe I've got my. I think it's over. Th- maybe it's over th- three million pounds, which is about five million. It's enough Canadian. to buy nine hundred million couches. Yeah, it's enough to. It's it's a significant con- contribution to international cancer research. Yeah, like, like it's the 2000, as of 2010, yeah. it raised to two million pounds. So yeah, yeah, you're looking at like five million here. And wow. so the the calendar that Keanu produced, the proceeds from that go to the Canadian Cancer Society. But also, Keanu Theater by producing the show in purchasing the rights, a portion of that gets donated to the original um, research foundation in England. So oh, okay, like, every so time you do the show, show, it's contributing. Yeah. To so them. here's another really interesting fact: uh, the the producers of of the script um what they're trying to do and the reason that Keanu got uh the rights for the show through Samuel French is that the the national tour released amateur rights uh to try and break a world record for the number of productions in in one calendar year so uh we need to do a little fact checking but I think they're they're pretty close to the record and we're kind of on the tipping scale of the charts. Claude, Claude, our the artistic director of Keanu, uh, 
he checked the website the other day and they're within three productions of the of the uh, of the record. So I don't know if they don't count them until they officially open. So I don't know if Keanu's been counted yet, but um, I think they'll probably like they'll make it. They'll they'll, they'll definitely make it. Yeah. So okay, Samuel French now. I thought Samuel French was just the one that you picked up extremities from, but it's actually. Uh, it, we do a lot of our shows come from Samuel French or um, Dramatist Play Service. Like okay. those, those, are, those the, are the two, two biggest main production like um, rights holders. Yeah. Okay. Also, that's basically it's just like what we were talking about with SoCan. Yeah. Want to exactly. do a play? Yeah. Give us the money. Here's the information. Absolutely. Go yeah. for it. Okay. And their world record. I can't. I'm on the website, but I don't know where to find it. Yeah. For example, though, if you wanted to do Shakespeare, that's free and do it however you want to because he's been dead and gone for a <laughs> long, long, long time. More than fifty years. That's the limit. Yeah. That's the limit. So yeah, unless unless the playwright makes arrangements like in their estate, um, the play. If, so the if the playwright dies in 1950, in 2000, all of the rights for their work become free, um, public royalty domain. Free. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, royalty free. So it's always free to produce Shakespeare. Um, any Greek stuff is free. Like anything. Yeah. Really. So. That's yeah. kind of neat. It just goes back to the whole Beatles thing when Michael Jackson bought yeah. most of their yeah. most of their catalog. Because what as soon as one of the first mem- the first member died, it was fifty years from that point that they broke up. Yeah. But then this one wasn't for free. They actually had it up for bidding to whoever wanted to buy their whole catalog, which Michael Jackson did. And poor he Paul had McCartney. a lot of money. He had poor a plan. Paul he had a plan, and then I don't think it <laughs> totally worked died? out. But mm, he hashtag bummer. He, <laughs> he didn't have a plan. He, he was flying joined with a Elvis. Unfortunate. Yes. But so opens up uh, this Friday. Uh, from what I've been reading, it sounds excellent. Like it's f- social media plays such an impact. Where uh, following, like Russell Thomas did it really good for Friends with Adventure with his blog posts yeah. and just kind of watching you guys like tweet it and, and uh, Facebook yeah. posts. I got to watch the like behind the scenes production yeah. well, of it from a well without even seeing it. Right? Yeah. The great thing about Calendar Girls uh, is, especially with Twitter, because I know we're all. I mean, some of us are still trying to learn it, but I've been on Twitter for like a year and a half now. Uh, but there's a calendar girls hashtag and so you can actually like we're kind of dominating the hashtag which is my goal obviously but there are about five other productions around the world right now that are using yeah. the hashtag as well there's so one going on in Sarnia Sarnia. Yeah. 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 was just looking yeah. on her Facebook that I was yeah. talking about yeah. so those are happening at the same time and quite a yeah. few in the UK and so you know someone posted a link about the calendar that they had made with their play and so I was like oh great clicked on the link and I was like I'm going to order one of these because yeah you know, I'd love supported. to see. Yeah, yeah I want to. Yeah. Well, wanna, and it's kind of cool to be part of a like grassroots campaign or whatever you want to call it. That mm. like there's a push worldwide to produce this show in 2012, and so it's really like that's really not the norm with theater. Like we did Chicago last year, and that was great, and it's also on Broadway. But there's no like. Usually theater's pretty snobby. Like, yeah, usually it's like, hey, no, we're, no one else we're doing it. We're doing this. Go away, leave the stage. Yeah, like, everybody else go. Um, but this really does feel like a community, like a worldwide sort of like effort. What's the hashtag? Yeah. Calendar girls. Hashtag, oh, just hashtag calendar, hashtag calendar girls. Yeah. Okay, so everyone that got to go see the play, that's going to go see the play, has got to use that yeah, hashtag. If you're going to tweet, no tweet live it. tweeting. No live tweeting. No tweet live. before the show and add intermission <laughs> and after, after the show. show. That's right. Yeah, because you got to make sure you're. What is it? The sign says it still says pagers. If I know. You I was have at that. your make sure phone those pages in the audience, and we see it. You might get a boob in the face. <laughs> I don't know. You're getting slapped. You're getting slapped. Boob in the face. How yeah. is. <laughs> I don't get it. It works. <laughs> you just sold out of fucking like, twenty seats there. Michelle's like, not my boobs, okay? Mine are on lockdown. Mine are busy, okay? Okay. Yeah. I have blocking and monologues. <laughs> I have other things to worry about. So let's hear who, who do you play? 
I'm playing Celia. Celia? Yeah. So tell us about the audition process. Um, the audition process was really exciting and really nerve wracking and um, probably one of like the top 10 scariest things I've ever done in my life. And um, really fun and, and definitely something I would recommend to anybody else that I know. Because <laughs> I remember you uh, on your Facebook as well, you were saying really nervous. Wanted, what was it, like a bucket list item for you? Because I remember you were really it nervous was, going into yeah. it. Yeah, so I, uh, I never got the opportunity, and this is long so this is your first history one? story. This is my first one. I never got the, the opportunity to do high school theater like I had planned to um, due to some circumstances. So I put it on my bucket list to do before I was 30. I was going to audition for a play. And I figured after I auditioned for the play that I'd like run into somebody that I knew from auditions in the theater or the hallway one day and I'd be like so remember when I did that audition got any tips and then they cast me and wow. <laughs> it was all very surprising so yeah I, I know when uh, um, Russell you were asking me about hometown Russell asked me about yeah. hometown uh, Michael was kept texting me and I was I was gonna say you know what fuck it I gotta go down and, and at least try but knowing myself like I was just like even if I get the part or any part I'm not going to be able to commit to this long, and we'll I do not want to. I don't want to cancel because I'm just going to feel bad wasting everyone's time. But just that point where I, I was just about to say yes, I'll go down. Was nervous as hell. I was like, what the, what the hell am I going to do? I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> I have instant bo. I'm really thirsty. What am I going to do? <laughs> Maybe I'll just clean my fridge instead. <laughs> The uh, so like nerve wracking. I don't think would even cover anyone that goes down and tries some of this stuff. But to get the courage to do it, kudos and calendar girls. So yeah. right off the bat, you're like, <laughs> didn't really think right, about it. So I'm jump going in the pool. Topless. Yeah. So okay. So just a little disclaimer from that because I don't. I can't speak for all the women, but I know for myself when I first kind of walked through the process of being in this play, I thought I'm going to be acting nude. <laughs> <laughs> didn't really work. I don't know what that. <laughs> I didn't either, but in my head, I thought I'm acting. This is I'm going to be an actor, and I'm going to act nude. And you're not going to have clothes a, on. And then there was the first day that I was not so much acting as being, just yeah, being. being. Yeah, just <laughs> kind of like we're being nude right now. Yeah, just yeah. except. Yeah, I know, but we're all so comfortable with it now. I know. Well, we are now. Yeah, now I yeah. can yeah. whip my shirt off anywhere. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. And like Tatsuki cranked the heat, so like we're fine. Yeah. It's actually a little so warm good. in here. Yeah, well, I wish I, mean, I had more clothes to take off. Actually. <laughs> You should have played this like a game of strip poker. What were we thinking? We just gave it all up. Yeah, we just like we were just like here's the money shot. E- it's no, that easy when you step into the dining room this. table studio. I wore a lot of buttons and zippers today. It came off really easily. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, is it nerve wracking or like do you literally get comfortable with the crew? Like, is it? Um, are you actually topless? Like, is there's point like. Not just okay, preferred, but I no. Like, too many secrets so, of the show. I'm going to keep looking at my director before I answer anything. <laughs> so um, I will say that this. So the show is officially rated PG-13 for tasteful and partial nudity, and we are just keeping to that by a hair's length. <laughs> so very. Okay, I know. I know what the show. Also, is designed mothers, for. if you want to bring your 13 year old sons, let's just prepare maybe for an awkward moment. <laughs> Okay, so just no, not awkward, awkward. Just bonding. to kind of make it very clear for everybody, this is the kind of play where my husband, my father, my little brother, and my son will all be in the audience on Yay. opening night. Okay, How so heartwarming and lovely. It's, it's you know, I'm not going to be out there doing like some topless cabaret. No, no, it's it's definitely it's not Vegas nipple tassels whipping around. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's very no tongue in cheek. It's what? very fun. Oh yeah, we cut those. Sorry. <laughs> 
Um, it's, Sorry, I just made you wear those for the whole uh, time. It's really fun and it's really... Uh, yeah, it's funny and it's off the wall and it's zany and it's it's a you part can, of this larger story. You can and, tell by the calendar. Like, the calendar photos I thought were awesome. Well done yeah. to... Misty. Misty Oaks. Produced the calendar and Sean McLennan. Yeah, Sean McLennan yeah. was the photographer. There you and go. Um, so much fun to work with. By good the job. Way. Thought, to Sean. Like, <laughs> you look at you look at the photos in the calendar and you can tell like the, the you can tell the, the cheeky that the, yeah yeah it's, well, it's very fun. It's yeah. very there's not like nothing. We had to shoot the calendar way before the play even started rehearsals, so it was kind of it was interesting. Is that like I, the first time everyone's together, like yeah, yeah, literally, I sort of emailed the actors like they had signed off on a form saying we're going to make a, a calendar based on the show. Are you willing to do? Yes, great. So I emailed everyone and said, "Okay, great. Like, can you bring tube tops and like nude slips and you know nude under or whatever? But please be prepared. Like, you're actually gonna have to go it's happening fully. Yeah, nude. And, and like, then we all went, oh, 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 what? you actually meant it. Yeah. And so you know, like yeah. we we did these photo shoots and, and the word back from Michelle again. <laughs> It was great. Like we could. No one dropped out. No, no one. No dropped one out. dropped out. Nope. And we have like good. such a beautiful calendar. And the thing that you know I really love about the calendar is uh, it features real people, like real bodies, real women, uh, real men. Because you know some of the there's some men in the cast. Believe it or not, you know everyone from the cast is featured. And then uh, we partnered with two local survivors from our community yes mm-hmm. and those were like you, you look through the calendar and i you remember know, you mentioned it one time yeah. it is like a touching moment and when you brave. read the stories and and like the poem that i forget her name now one of them wrote like it, it was absolutely Val, incredible Val, Val, yeah. Yeah. And as, yes you know as brave I was gonna say, as, her husband's brad i know that <laughs> i'm i'm so happy with all the actors uh for all their support and their bravery but and I'm everyone's been touched by cancer, but for these women, you know, these survivors, it was um, Debbie Hahn and, and Val Granger. For them to come out and, you know, essentially show their scars and talk about their mm-hmm. effect, so you know, yeah. their disease, it just, it really touches you to your soul. And, mm-hmm. and that it is all part of the bigger story. And this play is about bearing it all, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever that means to mm-hmm. you, which yeah. can mean a lot. Yeah, and, and that's why there's different things. Yeah, and like that's I think why the play has been so successful is like yes, it's got this like centerpiece, and yes, like we get naked on stage, and yes, it's very funny and and really fantastic, and uh, but if that was all it had, it never would have become the international thing, sensation, whatever that it is. It's the same way, like. Um, I was talking to someone the other day. It's the same way the way that the full Monty has sort of the, the other British film about the men who do the strip show. Good but they're call. doing it because they're unemployed. They have no money and they're literally trying to like put food on the table and pay their rent. They're not just like, let's do this for the hell of it. Um, and so that's what these stories need. Like they need the heart underneath. And same with extremities. Like, yep, rape, naked, happening. More like, to rated it than 18. That, yeah. yeah but like very, a real story. Yeah. yeah. So, and oh look, the uh, tagline for Cano Theater this season is great stories, real people. Real. It's real life. Well, the whole production of it, like, like Kate, like the Cano production, the play itself is one thing, but the calendar behind it, the local people in the calendar, the local survivors in the calendar, and it's also benefiting our local cancer I, chapter, right? Yeah. And, and you know, like the calendars are only $20. And so it, it's, I would. I've donated to the Cancer Society before, whether it's yeah. actual cash or my time on the Relay for Life team. Um, you know the organizing committee, but 
this is twenty dollars, and you get a really awesome cool product. Calendar. Like, yeah. give it away as gifts. Put it in all of you know your offices, your homes. Yeah, yeah, it's stuffer. definitely something you can hang in the yeah. house frame with the people that yeah. don't take yeah. like. Oh, I gotta hide this away. No, this is very tastefully done. Yeah. You don't have to put it in the garage. You can. You can put it in the garage. <laughs> you should probably buy two and one for yeah. the garage and yeah. one for the kitchen. Yeah. yeah, it's it's hanging in quite a few professional offices right now. Yeah. So. And Shall we're, tell, uh, tell your story of when your coworkers received the calendar. Mm-hmm. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you said that one time. You're like, my husband better buy all two thousand of these calendars. Yeah, no, I was really, I was really holding out for that. And as it turns out, we don't have that kind of money. But um, it's not for Shocking. lack of trying to sell things. Um, no, I, uh, I, I got, I have. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's it's very it's very exciting to have done the calendar, and and it was very. Um, but you just know that you're gonna walk into a situation where there you are, cinnamon buns and not much else at work, buns. in tons and tons of photocopies, <laughs> which was awesome. Yeah, so that made it really hard to get through that meeting. Plastered, whatever. They really plastered you everywhere, did they? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, it was good. It was awesome. I was really thankful it's for support. that. Yeah. No, it's how I want to bond with with my team. That's you know, get over it, take you know a good They're look, just, and they let's are so Should have gave a shit. No photocopies. They all had to be original. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Actually, everybody. Everybody that I know and I, I work with, I mean, I work with some very stereotypical men and everybody's been super supportive. They're bringing wives and girlfriends and, mm, yeah. you know, not necessarily both at the same time. You got to go see it twice. That's good. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's more just, calendar it's just sold. Been, uh, it's just been a really fabulous experience so far. Like definitely, um, you know. Definitely not the way I ever intended to be naked in a calendar, but but I'm I'm glad this is happening. What was your original intention to be naked in a calendar? Maybe you could tell us about that. I mean, because we're naked now, so like let's just get it all out on the table. Literally, I have been waiting for this nude podcast for a long time. I know. I'm good actually. Okay. So anyways, back to the history <laughs> show. Um, no, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun, and the the other women and and men in the cast. Um, like family, yeah. definitely easy to get naked in front of them. Well, yeah, like, Sorry, my I've, husband. Well, I've already heard like a few people say they're like, I would never go try out for a calendar like this because like you literally like not as a not on the production side of the show, but you have to be naked at one point mm-hmm. to get the the point across, right? And it's literally like some people have said that I'm not trying out for something like that because I'm not being naked in front of anyone, and I find that offensive, or my husband will freak out, or blah blah mm-hmm. blah blah blah, right? Yeah. But I imagine like because you said it's like what a month and a half, some I think you said a month and a half of of like rehearsals production before the yeah. show starts. Yeah, you've yeah. got to get to know these guys very guys, girls, everyone mm-hmm. very very yeah. very well. You do. And we've and on the podcast before, like we said, like it's very much like a family atmosphere it is Can't you only have four people for extremities right yeah. so there's only like what I think I counted like 12 or 15 people like in, in this show for 14 14 yeah 14 people for like yeah for, so that's not that big of a production no. so you gotta get to know these people very yeah. very much right because yeah. there is gonna be a nipple slip or there is gonna be a time where you gotta I'm assuming I don't know is educate me on this process could happen it's I in mean, rehearsal. Yeah. And also, like, as I said to my cast the other night, like, if it wasn't risky, it wouldn't be any fun. Right. Like, it's got to be risky. Um, so the, the process. Uh, uh, so there is this there is this center centerpiece calendar shoot 
scene in in the play. I will give you that much information. And so we, I have never done such precise blocking in my life. Like, uh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a fraction of an inch <laughs> like off where inches. you're supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. But we start. I mean, like, you know, we, we did an initial pass at the scene and just sort of mapped it out in our clothes. And then we worked down, I think, to sort of like shorts and T-shirts. And then we worked down to brown under, you know, like it's just a, it's a process, it's a right? It's yeah. like, yeah, I mean, like if you're if you're going to run a marathon, like you don't get up and run a marathon, like you train. And so like, um, theater really is a sport in many ways. And so like we trained for the scene. Um, uh, but yeah, but we, but we rehearsed it in private, obviously with just the actors involved in the scene, the six women. Um, and there is another, there's a male actor on stage as well. So we rehearsed it. We had closed rehearsals and, uh, and that, uh, just so we could really work it and understand the scene and, and work it in a safe environment. Um, but I have to say that one of my favorite days in rehearsal was the day that we ran the scene and we had the rest of the cast in the room and watched it. Um, and there was just such like energy and support and love and people were like laughing to kill themselves. (laughs) And, um, and it was a really nice moment where like everyone shared their, everyone bared their soul. Like it was really, and it was really lovely. And, and the girls finished the scene and the rest of the cast were just like, Oh my God, like we can't (laughs) believe this is happening. Like we wish we were in the scene. Like, (laughs) yeah. Um, yeah, it was pretty great. I mean, I think, I think people I think it's one of those shows I hope it's one of those shows where people come to see it and go like I want to do something like that like and that's exactly when I heard that person yeah. talking about that I was just like I really don't think it's 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 uh, I've never done it so I can't say it firsthand but I've hung around with you guys enough and I've, I've seen enough of them to know that this everyone takes this like 150% professionally mm-hmm. no one's like oh I'm gonna be a theater director because I might see some chicks tits like it's really it's, it's, I have my <laughs> own tits to look at I'm fine yeah, that was just, I'm looking that at was them right me. now <laughs> Good, right? Yeah, they're great. Definitely <laughs> worth the sofa. But, you should be in the play. But no, like it's thank you to the brick. It's a very much professional atmosphere. The cast. This is not a professional atmosphere right here. No, oh, this, this is this is far from. Disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> this is not rated PG. No, literally, I said I'm getting into podcasting to see some chicks tits. Yeah, literally, <laughs> not not theater, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, and I was just kind of shocked to hear that because I, even I'm sure someone that never been in theater could kind of put two and two together. But I can see people just trying to build up the nerves to do it too. I was nervous as hell just having the thought of going down to audition, mm-hmm. let alone auditioning. Well, I guess when you auditioned, you didn't know you were going to audition for Calendar Girls. Is that how it works? Well, uh, so you do. You Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this year's been a bit different for auditions. We've uh, done... A double call for uh, so instead of doing four rounds of auditions for the four plays, we've done uh, two. So the first set was Extremities and Calendar Girls, um, you know, which was quite a juxtaposition. It was like mm. it's a drama with violence and nudity, or it's a it's, feel good, yeah, yeah, yeah or it's say, a feel it's good story with nudity, um, <laughs> no violence, <laughs> yeah, well, minimal, <laughs> yeah, and so. Uh, Michelle, I think, yeah, you uh, you can audition for one or both. Yeah, um, I actually read for ex- Extremities myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I there, my high school had thought about putting it on, and I just remembered the title, and I remember it being nixed by the school board for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. So you're, oh, you yeah. wanted, your bucket list was to do a high school play, which is going to be Extremities. Yeah, and, then and you I ended had up getting to, called wow, back for crazy. Calendar Girls. Yeah, yeah. so anyhow, life works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and then actually tonight was more auditions. Yep. So me and Michelle just did more auditions yep, tonight. We did. For the second two shows, which is uh, Hometown the Musical and uh, Bedtime Stories. So it's it's interesting because 
both directors from both shows are in the room, and then if there's a musical director, that person's in the room, or the artistic Who's director. Who's directing Bedtime? Misha. Uh, Misha Albert. He's the uh, VPA drama teacher. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so and he directed yeah. he directed 39 Steps last season. Okay. Yeah, so, um, you know, like... You can go in for one or both, and you 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 don't know what's going to happen, especially if you're going for both yeah. or you're mm-hmm. going for extremities, and you get cast in Calendar Girls. Like you really cash. just surprised. Call yeah. back for what? What am I reading? Where's that? Yeah, the point is, is just to go yeah. in and and be your best self and and put your best self forward and and yeah. sort of take that risk. Hold that thought. Okay. Um, so like you went. If I go down and say I wanted to read for bedtime stories, they might be like, "No, we want you for hometown." Yeah, I mean, they, they might. They might offer you. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's not like... You fill out a form before you um, go in for your audition, and it, the form states the dates of the show, the dates of all the rehearsals. Um, so I, for example, am going to Vegas, like, during Hometown the Musical, so I can't be in that play, um, <laughs> unless, you know, they I can't be in half her. the play. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, you don't get an understudy? No, no. <laughs> No, so uh, it's great, too, for them to cast sort of the two shows at once because then, uh, you know, for community volunteers who are actors, it is an easier process because it's kind of like killing two birds with one mm-hmm. stone. I personally hate auditioning and love the fact that, oh, my gosh, I don't have to do it again till next, like, <laughs> September. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Done. Now, the two-in-one seems to make sense, right? Like, yeah. they're, well, they're so close together. Like, Extremities was, what, the only the end of September. Yeah, and yeah. now we're looking at the end of November for uh, yeah. for Calendar Girls, right? So. Yeah. No, cool. I, I for one can't wait for this one. Like this is uh, um, the premise sounds great. <laughs> it <laughs> no. really does. Like, uh, and the ads, the calendar launch, I think was just added to it. Like the whole and and yeah, and the timing's great. You know, it's yeah. a, it's a great uh, it's a great show. Like Extremities was a great thriller to have right before Halloween, and you know that sort of. Coming out of summer, and, this and that got like rave reviews. Like actually, mm. so kudos on a job well done. Yeah, thank that you. Excellent production. Heard nothing but good things about it. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and I mean, I have no doubts that we're continuing that that train. And you know, Calendar Girls is in a great slot before the holidays. Um, mm-hmm. The calendar is a great gift, and you know, you can also sign up for season subscriptions and then go to the rest of the place for the year, um, or you know, go to our concert series. Mm-hmm. So the theater, like it always, we always have something to offer. We're, we are literally the gift. It yeah. keeps on giving. <laughs> You're the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, kind of like this nude podcast. <laughs> yeah. what, um, what are we going to keep giving? What? We're just going to keep giving oh. everything. Just in general. <laughs> all okay. things. Just yeah. all but things just, I mean, just talking gotcha. about auditions, because I was around the theater tonight when people were auditioning for Bedtime Stories in Hometown, and... I, I, I have auditioned for shows. I was an actor. I, I absolutely understand the, like, nerves and panic. And, like, that's what a director goes through <laughs> on opening night. Like, that's my audition, basically, mm-hmm. as a director. But the thing to keep in mind uh, when you're auditioning, because everyone is always welcome at Keanu Theatre Auditions. You don't have to have ever been on stage before. In fact, I think there are six actors in Calendar Girls who will be doing... This is their debut, debut. as actors. That's yeah, awesome. It's incredible. But when you come to auditions... Everyone in the room, the director, the choreographer, the musical director, whoever is there, 
everyone wants you to be great. Everyone, you walk in the door and everyone is just sending you all of their positive energy. And whenever an actor walks in, I think like, oh man, like, I hope they're great. Like, I hope they're fantastic. I hope I have the, like, I hope I have lots of hard decisions to make in casting the show. I hope I have a hundred options. You so, want to be difficult. You well, want to have yeah, a difficult like, choice. The point of an audition, like, it's a call yeah. to it's please not, come. Like, it's not American Idol. It's not no. those stupid shows. It's not like, an Oscar they don't say anything either, mean like, to you. No, like, yeah. it's, yeah, like, we really want everyone to be great. Uh, and so, you know, it's not, and I know it's nerve wracking, but I don't, I don't think it's ever as scary as people think it is. Like every, yeah. like anything in life, like you finish it and you're like, Oh, like that wasn't like, yeah. I could do that again. So, um, yeah, I mean, and we, people are auditioning for hometown and bedtime stories right now. And some people have monologues prepared and some people don't, and some people have songs prepared and some people don't like just yeah, quite literally Michael's like, I'm like, what do I need to audition? He's like, just, just come a part to a just movie. Come. I'm like, yeah. Damn, that, that's a very vast library. So, I like the scene in Avengers that I, I was going to do. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be the action scene. I picked up the script for bedtime stories while I was standing there waiting for my audition. Yeah. Like, for the first time, picked it up, and I was sharing it with the girl beside me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, the thing, the thing we really want is we want people to have a drive and a passion and, yeah. like, that they want to take that risk because. Uh, it's rewarding. It mm-hmm. is rewarding. I really, like, and I can't. I really can't express that enough. Mm-hmm. And, and people think, oh, she's just a theater girl. Like, of course it's rewarding to her. Well, like, ask the other six people who are in Calendar Girls. I'm I- not a theater girl. And I'm going to tell you right now, for anybody out there who's listening, you do one play and you are hooked. And <laughs> it is devastating when you know you can't try out Keep for the next one. Keep doing it anymore, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's definitely one of the most fun things I have ever done. And I've been absolutely thrilled and excited the entire time to do it, even when I'm not so thrilled or excited <laughs> certain times well, you know about, you get there yeah, it's all about the payoff right and actually I never my first time I got to talk to you congrats on the success of Chicago oh thank you it very was, much it uh, was another big hit because I think Chicago Phenomenal. was the first podcast that we done for that season right it was yeah, Chicago Friendsworth so. yep. and uh, no yeah. so kudos on that one well, as well because yeah. nothing but good things and it's the season's picked up like it's, it's Extremities was such a good way to start it yeah mm-hmm. And like that, you started really on a on a, on a really high note. So it's and it's, it's literally like that high note is like we're keeping it high. Like we're yeah, gonna break the happening. windows. Yeah, look out. Well, it's just like the four the four productions this year. Uh, they all sounded excellent. Like and with the success of extremities, extremities, uh, the hype right now behind Calendar Girls. Like that bar is definitely going to be is raised and will be raised. But also, Ken has been doing a lot of other stuff. I know Rick Mercer just got announced. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we have a fundraiser coming up and we actually nailed uh, Rick Mercer for the headliner. So nailed him. Nailed him. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Yeah, I was going to say he's going to be on the new podcast. (laughs) We released uh, we released 200 tickets for public uh, sale on last Friday and they were sold out by by Saturday. So I got two. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, You know, so. What Keanu, what Keanu Theater is really trying to do is is give the community the programming that is valuable to us. And, uh, for example, like this weekend, or, yeah, this weekend, opening weekend, we have a, an art show in the, in the, in gallery? the art gallery. Yeah. Right Yay. on. With our opening night for Calendar Girls, it's also the opening night for uh, Gary Bertie's Stillness in Motion show. So, awesome. Yeah, so you can come to the show a bit early, you know, uh, hit hit up the art show opening, which is at 7, um, and then our show starts at 8. So oh, That is really cool. You yeah. know, like, we're, we are we are really trying to to make the arts thrive at, at Keanu. And, 
Yeah. And I mean, it, yeah. And like, there's a, there's an interest for it and there's a demand and you know, like I, my first show, this is my third season with Keanu. And, uh, so I was first up here two years ago to do private lives and I'd never been to Fort McMurray. Um, and I definitely came up here with every stereotype in my mind Fort Mac. of like Hard in the mat. Fort crack. Like it's going to be awful and I'm going to hate it. And it's going to be nothing but gross people actors, and like whatever. There won't be and, any actors yeah, there. Like how, like, how am I going to bring up here? How am I going to cast this like British period comedy and blah, 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 blah. Anyway. And I got here and was like never more delighted to be proven wrong. Not just with Canada theater, but with Fort Mac as a whole, like it really is a lovely community up here. And since I've been coming up here, I don't know, I've been up here like 10 or 12 times in the last two years. And like, it's changing every time I come up here, like there's something new, there's some new artsman, there's some new cultural center, there's some something like it's really turning into a real city. And I mean that in a good way, like it's no longer a ca- like it's, a, yeah, it's, no it's longer an actual a hometown. It's a home. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like no pun intended for the great production that's coming <laughs> in. February, yeah. but, but no, and you guys got a, a candle theater company. It seems like they got a pretty good stream now because with, I don't know what the, the company's called, but Holy Trinity's putting on some incredible performances. Well, yeah, I mean, like, and yes. these are high school kids that can feed, get fed right yeah, into sure. the exactly. Keanu Theater Company stream, right? You know, like, Keanu Theater Company, like I said, we're always looking for, for everyone, and granted, like, some of the shows are going to have age ranges or, or whatever, but we encourage, uh, you know, activities in theater all year round. Mm-hmm. There's summer theater camps uh, through various groups um each of the high schools has a theater that that do production so it's really worth keeping your ear to the ground and and finding out where those productions are happening when they're happening Mm -hmm. go support them like we really want yeah to promote the next generation help them encourage them to be part of the arts because Mm -hmm. it's about the 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 common misunderstanding that that Fort McMurray doesn't have an art scene. There's one. Yeah. There's very much one there, and it's very much Absolutely. alive. Yeah. Sure, things have happened recently and in the past that yeah. that can kind of counteract that mentality. But suffice to say, it's still there. It's still mm-hmm. thriving. Keanu really? Theater Group, uh, the Keanu Theater Company, puts off amazing productions. I'm gonna. Lots of I really want to edit in now. Go. I forget what the Holy Trinity one's called. The Western the out- one. The Outsiders uh, just happened at Holy Trinity, and I saw on Twitter that they were sold out. Like yeah. Yeah. that's amazing, awesome, and yeah. that's a big theater. Sean yeah. was telling me he's so. booked up for right until Christmas now with stuff. So like, yeah. it, it's incredible. Well, well, and we've been talking. I mean, we've talked a lot about like the acting process and auditions and rehearsals and all that. There's also this. We are always looking for people backstage. Like we're looking for people to help yeah. run the show. And like I've done back. I mean, I, I've done backstage work separate from directing like literally I've been backstage during shows um and it's possibly more fun than being on stage like it's so (laughs) fun to be backstage it's so exciting there's stuff going on like if you want to help with costumes we can do that you want to help with the set we can do that you want to hair makeup you want to go like climb the big staircase up into the fly tower and like pull set pieces in and out like you can do that oh my god the girls want to run a spotlight for our show so we've got we've got um um four people that are working with us backstage with us with us women and um so liz and jen and jay and rhiannon are and melissa and melissa yes melissa of course but just like my favorite people i think i've ever met in my entire life and honestly if um if i don't have the opportunity to be in another play i definitely want to try my hand at like some kind of technical stuff and that's that's what i said going into the auditions tonight like i yes great i'm so honored and privileged to be able to work at cano theater and i will definitely always be involved in the shows no matter what because i have to promote them Mm -hmm. but 
you know, I, I tried my best tonight. Uh, and if I don't get cast, you know, obviously the people who be were better for the parts, yeah. great. Good mm-hmm. for you. Like, congratulations. I'll see you backstage. Like, yeah. I'm going to do whatever I can. And, you know, I'm I'm trained in, in makeup, so hopefully I'll get to do that. And, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's... You makeup? Because I'm useless. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Come on back. Actors need to yeah. learn. <laughs> do it yourself. <laughs> but, no, like, it's... Yeah, Cano Theater relies heavily on our volunteers, and it's not... Uh, it it's so rewarding and it's such a unique experience and it really is like working with your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I love yeah. it. Yep. So you just listen to these podcasts because I listen to them as well. Uh, makes me want like I really want to become a part of it so bad, but I just don't want to. You have got to stop saying that you are not going to have the time to commit to something and just commit to it. But I know myself. I can't commit I, yeah, to anything. Well, I know so. it's going to be that one opening <laughs> well, night and I'll just be like, you said the same yeah, I'm stuck at work and there's an accident the on the highway and I won't be able to go. You know what, Todd? Like, let's, okay, don't worry about the six weeks of rehearsal. Like, don't worry about the two weeks of the run. Like, if you literally want to come one night and like, you know, try your hand at whatever, backstage like we can work that out with you um and you're then, awesome <laughs> you know we might make you empty the dishwasher and clean the green room oh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh we got we need oh, all gosh. the help we can get yeah i'm a theater person yeah what would you like, like in your coffee yeah <laughs> you get coffee people <laughs> you're looking at him go for <laughs> And yeah. he'll be naked. It'll be naked. It'll be, yes, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's his motive. Yes. Is that what you're trying... Oh. Exactly. Naked copy. bastard. <laughs> well done, well done. Hometown musical is topless too, right? That's what I was told. Uh, Only Claude will be topless. E for everyone is naked. Yeah. <laughs> you, want the, you want the part, don't you? Take off your shirt. The... Um, so okay, what else has a candle got in store for the rest of the year that you can give away? Because you wouldn't even tell me about Rick Mercer before in the last podcast. Oh, that was a big secret. And that I was, was a very big upset at you. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, aside from our Telus Four Play Drama Series, we have the the Synchrode Arts Live Concert Series. So, um, this Mr. is a Canyon really, is coming up. I do. Yeah, believe. it's a really unique series that we have in terms that we get to promote. I heard tons of good stuff about Motet. So yeah, curious. I heard they were amazing. Yeah, Motet yeah. was a really amazing show um their finale at the end was absolutely <laughs> like it was it blew me away um they had these you know the juggling pins but they had led lights everyone them. thought it was a person i kept telling them like it's a group yeah. <laughs> it's not like and they thought it was an opera singer too the people at work i'm like uh Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so our next show coming up is is December sixteenth, and it's Mr. George Canyon. Oh, hey. uh, yeah, Fort McMurray's Yummy. favorite country star. The he's back. Himself. Yeah, he's got a great new album uh, that he's just released, the Classics Two album. And uh, I mean, as soon as we put him on sale, he he sold out right away because we only have just over five hundred seats mm-hmm. at the theater. So is he the one who? Didn't he get his big break on TV? He was on a show. He got discovered on yeah, like a Nashville talent show. Star. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought it was the one with the hook. Star Search, wasn't it? I thought it was Na- no. Nashville Star Sounds Nashville familiar. Star. Yeah, and on I thought CMC. that was too new because he's been in the business now for what? Like, I don't know. Well, it's funny. Years. Like, I actually saw George Canyon eight or nine years ago at Merritt Mountain Music Festival in BC, which is like the big, you know, country music festival. 
And he was like the opener for Keith Urban, who was the opener for someone else, who was the opener yeah. for eventually Brooks and Dunn. Like Keith Urban and George Canyon were nobodies at that show. <laughs> and I remember loving both of them and being like, who are these guys? Like, I need to buy their CDs. Like, oh, these guys are great. And now, you know, like last summer at events with Buffalo, I'm meeting George Canyon in person and I'm running his meet and greet backstage. And I'm like, keep your hands off the celebrity, everyone. Like, <laughs> But I no, saw him, and no one you guys knew who he was. Actually, Dibs. George Cannon is, is he's a really amazing um, performer, obviously, but he's a really amazing man. He's a giant, and he just has this really huge presence, but he has a, an enormous heart. Um, and if so only that's, I knew a communications girl that maybe can get him on the podcast. <laughs> I can try. <laughs> I can try. Uh, he, uh, you know, it's really great to be able to... Uh, bring performers to Keanu Theater and it really feels like they're playing in your home and we just had Stuart McLean from the Vinyl Cafe um, uh, and and a lot of people on Twitter were like I feel like I was sitting in my living room like literally some kids were in pajamas you know <laughs> what, at really? the show Time. yeah you know it's an 8 o'clock show but it's a, it's a radio show and it's a, it's a family friendly show and so yeah some people brought their kids in pajamas and so and it, it it was comfortable. It was yeah. heartwarming. It's an intimate it, setting. It Piano is. Theater is very much an intimate setting. Yeah, and so like you know, in the new year, we have this really amazing Johnny Cash tribute coming up, uh, David James and Big River, and you don't like. Obviously, we're not gonna get Johnny Cash ever at the theater. What? Um, but for a lot of reasons. <laughs> for a lot. That's and here I thought you worked wonders. And he won't be nude. But no, like, you know, well, we, we have this really, we have a really great homegrown series with the Keanu Theater Company, but then with Syncret Arts Live, we have an opportunity to showcase artists that are just top-notch talent, um, you know, and, and it's it's something for everybody. It's country acts, it's it's family entertainment, it's children's entertainment. Um, it's it, a bit of everything. Like, yeah. It yeah, it's it's a it's a big melting pot, and we you know we try to have something for everyone, and and we're always looking for people to to give us feedback. What what do you want to see mm-hmm. up here? This oh, is... I've just been bugging you for a Kevin Smith show. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think he would come? Yeah, I think he'd yeah. go anywhere for yeah. like the right price, right? <laughs> like fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, fifty bucks per seat, he'll do. <laughs> New <laughs> podcast. New podcast. That he'll do. That the, would be uh, fun. Yeah. Well, also on yeah. December eighth, you have the Kitchen Party Cabaret. Yeah, and so you know, like we don't always bring everything in. Um, we are also a host venue, so a lot of people rent our facilities, and um, uh, you know, we were a, a, a site for Alberta Culture Days this this past year. Um, and and one of the high schools is producing their musical on the main stage. Yeah, right? and a lot yeah. of a lot of the elementary schools do yeah. their their major musicals or their Christmas recitals here. The Keanu Conservatory does their recitals for oh, dance okay. and and music and um, yeah, it's there's a there's always a lot going on. So the best thing to do is just go to Keanu.ca/theater, um, check the upcoming events button. Do you know that mailing list? That I don't know. If yeah, you, know, like, you that can. Mailing yeah, list is incredible. List is fabulous. I know. I get the email like three times a week, and I'm like, perfect. Now I know how to do my job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what's happening. But uh, yeah, this is a nude podcast, so we have yeah. to talk about all things sexy. We do. Uh, so we have a really sexy group coming through in uh, in March, mm-hmm. and uh, it's the Lake Coquette Cabaret, and they're from. Um, they're from Montreal, and these women are 
hot. Everything hot from Montreal trot. is good. I literally had trouble putting their photos in our season brochure. Um, <laughs> trying to find the... <laughs> which one's the most appropriate? <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's a really hot show. There Again, you know, we don't have the biggest theater in the world, and these acts do not come up here very often. No, so. and oftentimes I think that's the problem. Like, like... Uh, like George Canyon is a one night show, right? Mm-hmm. One night only. Like Coquette this is going to be one night show. Yeah, so that's five hundred tickets or what is it? Just most of the Sacred Arts Alive shows are one night only. The kids shows we try and do two shows because obviously there's a heck of a lot of children in Fort McMurray. Oh yeah, We're like the number one baby capital of, of the one hundred and fifty a uh, hundred fifty a month. So yeah, just keep having babies. <laughs> um, you know, but then we also have the the awesome. We have that TIFF film series where we feature uh, films from the uh, Toronto International Film Festival. Is he he's attacking me? It's fine. Well, as long as not cat attack. The hell of the, coat. the cat's one of you. In the ah, podcast. my nude body. The, cat. <laughs> the, cats, the cats are like we're nude all the time. Like. <laughs> we can jump in on this one. I'm desperately searching the Samuel French site because I want to find out if they've reached their goal or not. Right with the Sir, don't search Samuel French. Search uh, like just Google Calendar Girls World, world record. record. Yeah, okay. and that probably will get you to the right place because the show has its own. Oh, it's on website. Okay. Yeah, world record. Because um, I just I wanted to. Was, my goal was that the, the record wasn't out. I wanted to throw it in there right at the end, but I'm trying to find it on the... We probably should know we that. We should <laughs> probably do a news release on that. I'm sorry. Ooh. Right now, I am currently still so excited over the cabaret. <laughs> right? Uh, the cabaret yeah. looks... I've seen it, and I'm so stoked. Oh, my God. Uh, I yeah. have to put that on my bucket list, too. Oh. To do burlesque? Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Right? You got the bod for it, girl. Oh, We're yeah. looking at uh, it right now. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Strap Shake a garter on there, a couple yeah. stockings, a couple yeah. pasties. Not yeah. entirely Go. sure I can dance, but we'll figure it out. You just need to really be able to sprawl across a chair. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Several that? times over. Doing that Do right some now. stomping. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of fierce points and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> a kick. Not even a high one. No. Just a little one. Toast just flick. a boot. Just there yeah. you go. <laughs> so then, so that's in March, and then sorry, April. Cabaret, we know you're better than yeah, that. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there goes all the cabaret <laughs> listeners. Your women are gonna roll into town and kick our asses. Chick yeah. does a nude calendar and thinks uh, I can't dance. Yeah, sorry, no, you guys are way more talented than that. Anyways, so then April leads us into March is really busy. Actually, we have oh, we got uh, more March. God, yeah. we have a lot of March. Lot of March. Uh, we have the Celtic Tenors, which are um, a classical vocalist. Uh, group from Ireland uh, just three amazing singers I mean these are they're the kind of guys that they'll, they'll bring the house down like mm-hmm. they can make you cry with their singing voices lucky them <laughs> in the good way <laughs> yeah in a, in a really good way so uh, I'm really excited to see that group uh, we have the burlesque show we have Valdi and Gary Felgard coming uh, they have a they conjoined and made the group the contenders so some people will be familiar with that. It's definitely like a grassroots sort of blues kind of group. We have the Circus Terrifico Children's Show. Uh, you know, we have a TIFF film that month. Then we move into April. We have another kid's show, The Peter Pan Show, Ooh. Uh, which is put on by Duffel Bag Theater, which is cool. It's really like interactive kid's show where they, you know, they use awesome. volunteers from the audience. Everyone loves doing that. Uh, and then we open Bedtime Stories and... Uh, you know, the season just sort of barrels along, and then we get a very short summer break. And, and then, we're back. Then we're back. 
Yeah. And who knows what next season's going to hold. It's just going to get bigger and better all the time. When are we going to find out what... Uh... Not tonight. Not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Which means you have some ideas, or at least you haven't partially planned. We always have ideas. We're theater people. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's getting there. We're, we're thinking about it. There's some cards on the table, and uh, you know, if I think we're definitely hoping to announce in the new year. Um, one thing we're always pushing for in December is um, for our theater angels. Uh, our theater needs everyone's support. Um, you know, we're always looking for volunteers, but our theater angels are who really support us. These people. Um, I think that's adopt. where I'll make my best and most efficient use Great. of my time. Great. Hey, open that. your wallet. Put your clothes back on <laughs> and open, open your, your wallet. wallet. <laughs> uh, yeah, our Theater Angel campaign is, is getting into full swing, and people can check that out on our website. Um, it's a really great opportunity to to give back to the theater and and be involved if you can't necessarily, you know, come down and volunteer or whatever. Um, and... It's, uh, it's a great support. It is. It really is. Yeah. Because as you said, the KTC runs most or almost entirely on volunteers, right? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. money's got to come from somewhere. It's true. And it's a great way to do it. And it's a great way to get involved because like you were saying, what say it again, what they actually get. Uh, Angel. Well, you there's a there's a few different options. There's about four or five different tiers in the um, in the Theater Angel campaign. But you get I'll cut this out, find it in the book. <laughs> What is it? I think they've changed it from what's actually in here, though. Uh, yeah, you go, okay. So you get uh, you get to become an adoptive parent of one of the plays. So what? Uh, what it's like, we do? Like take over the director and just be like, no. No, you get to open. You don't want like, no blocking for the scene. <laughs> this is my play. I adopted it. <laughs> Improvise everything. Get in the corner. <laughs> You're being bad. Uh, no, the adopter. The adopter play is is a great uh, way to support. Um, you get early purchase privileges for the Synchro Darts Live series. You get an invitation mm. to do backstage tours. Um, you know, each play we do has a, a printed out playbill which features all the cast and, and their headshots and their biographies. Um, and then we list our theater angels in there as well. Awesome. Um, our theater angels get listed in, in the lobby at, at the theater. So there's there's oh, cool. no... Yeah, there's there's definitely recognition. There's, there's little gifts you get throughout the year. So um, it's... And the joy of helping support an amazing production. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people who are returning donors who... Like, they can't get over when they open the playbill and go, ooh, there's my name. (laughs) Well, and I think, uh, obviously, every theater runs, to a certain extent, on donations and and sort of support of the community, even professional companies that are funded by private donors. But um, one of the things that I think is really cool about the Theater Angels campaign, I think it's part of the Angels campaign, is they actually will publish little fun facts about, like, okay, so... Remember that like big set piece in Chicago? It yep. cost X thousand number of 12, dollars. Twelve thousand. Twelve thousand dollars was the was the was a portion of the Chicago set, and so like that's what your money went to help. And so it's it's like it's nice to sort of I think know the where it members, goes. It's nice to yeah. know like I helped buy that. Like I literally helped build that. See set. that step? That step's mine. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's really cool. Yeah. The um, and they can jump on that at any time, right? And it's not like you need to do it at the start of the year. Yeah, we're we're actually starting like a you know a bit of a campaign now to push people to to join us. But yeah, you can join any time year round. Uh, Keanu.ca slash theater and just check the support uh, side of the website. And there's a theater angel 
webpage there. Um, we're sort of doing a campaign before Christmas, and we actually will be giving out little angel gifts to, oh, cool. yeah, to our donors this year. So, so it's it's a great. It really helps build the arts in our community, and like I really can't express how important that is. Um, it's it 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 is the reason we do what we do, and it's the means that we get to do what we do. No, mm-hmm. exactly, and it's just nothing but continuation and good things. Like I said, uh, everyone's heard the rumors or, and heard what happened or heard the stories about the Fort McMurray art scene, but you heard it here on this podcast about four times already, and you're going to hear it again. Cano Theatre and the Art Center is still very much alive and well, and mm. it's and it's done wonders, and it's going to keep doing wonders for this community. And yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And if you've heard rumors otherwise, we dare you to come down and see come us. Come on down at the Cowns Girls Show. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> opening Friday, <laughs> preview Thursday. <laughs> well done. So, what's in store for you? So, you got Calendar Girls this month. Yeah, so I have. I'm. I'm here. As we I, last checked in, at, on as we Chicago. last checked in on Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I've been, uh, this is my third season with Keanu, and uh, I've been very fortunate that they've asked me back uh, for the last three seasons. So, um, but I am based out of Calgary, so I go, I actually leave um, on Saturday, which is very, very soon. I know. Uh, I leave the day after opening, after all the little baby birds have left the nest. Mom goes home. <laughs> Goodbye. The torch, the torch has been yeah, passed. There you go. Stay yeah. warm. Um, yeah, so I'm based out of Calgary, so I do. Uh, uh, I work uh, sort of regularly there as a director and instructor, and um, I'm a contractor, so it is a little bit of fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants lifestyle. Um, yeah, sometimes I come up here and I'm like, oh, maybe I should just go to site for a hot sec. And <laughs> just make, for what shifts can I pick up? That and always turns into <laughs> yeah. a fucking career. Exactly. Yeah, you live so, in uh, stock. Don't, yeah, I mean, uh, I, don't do that. I, uh, uh, I would, I'd love to be back next season. Obviously, they're not announcing anything yet. Um, but I can tell you that the things I have heard about next season is that it, it's just on this incredibly ambitious, exciting path, and every show is is bigger and more exciting than the next. So, so that's what I like, um, like crazy picks that people look at and go, "What the fuck were you thinking?" <laughs> no, those are the best shows, and that's what you want to see. I think exactly, that's absolutely yeah. crazy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I really do feel uh, I really do feel like Fort McMurray is is a bit of a second home for me um, cool. as a contractor you don't always get the opportunity to come back to a town once you've worked there. And so um, I've loved my time here, and I would come back in a heartbeat. So FYI, Keanu Theater. <laughs> See <laughs> That's you the soon, pitch. Alan the... Roberts and Claude Giroux. Are you listening? There's, there's the pitch right there. <laughs> Here's Shameless. my resume again. Shameless. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, what does Michelle have in store? Because this is going to be a, a breakthrough performance for you. I see oh, yeah. nothing Woo! but Walk of Fame uh, in your future. And currently yeah. you're seeing everything because yeah. we're naked. That's absolutely true. <laughs> um, yes, and hopefully that doesn't happen uh, <laughs> on Thursday. Um, no, I, uh, I'm, I'm just, right now I'm just enjoying my time. Like I, I, like I said at the beginning, I really didn't... Um, anticipate actually being cast in a play so um now that i have been i kind of caught the bug and like misty said i was down trying out for bedtime stories with uh, a million other super talented people including a couple of my um 
actor friends from this play. So uh, really excited to see whoever ends up coming out in those roles will be phenomenal and amazing. And the director will be amazing. And mm-hmm. the stage manager will be amazing. And everybody will be amazing. <laughs> Steph! Steph! I miss you. Um, yeah. So for me, I, I don't know what's next. I just, um, I, I think if I can say anything for anybody, just as somebody who is amateur in every way, shape, and form, um, if you've even ever thought about it, if you've even given it one ounce of a second thinking, hey, that could be fun, damn right it is, and uh, get out. Try yeah, it. And if you're, Give you it a know, shot. If you have questions, call us. If Please, you want yeah. advice, call yeah. us. Yeah, you know? like even people that are just curious about the process. If you don't know what a monologue is, call us. We have lots of scripts <laughs> yeah, on the show. Okay. You know, uh, we're always willing to to help you out because like Valmay said, like we want you to do your best and we want to see your best self and we know you can do it. Whoever you are, just come out. <laughs> Take it's really fun and you get to meet new people and I hear tell that you get to drink booze on opening night. So yay. You so do. <laughs> With clothes on. With clothes on. Well, maybe. Well, for we'll, we'll talk about show. it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> the cast has gotten really comfortable naked. So. Clothing optional all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, they keep the heat up for us in the green room. It's good. The so Calendar Girls opens this Friday, November 23rd. 23rd. Stars and then again on twenty fourth. Yeah, and then we uh, we the girls get a a bit of a break, and then we're back Wednesday the twenty eighth, Thursday the twenty ninth, Friday the thirtieth, and we close December next month first on December first. <laughs> yeah, month yeah. long performance. No, personally, I can't uh, wait, and I think it's going to be a great performance. It's a great cause. Uh, the calendars, go down and purchase the calendars. Uh, you produced it. Excellent job. Excellent job uh, for Sean with the photographs. Mm-hmm. And kudos to everyone that actually got the picture taken because that had to take a lot of nerves. Oh, and uh, it, it, and it's it's fun. It's it's cheeky. It's literally cheeky. A uh, few of the shots. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's great. And like I said, I can't say enough that uh, it stresses the, the cause that it supports. Where can I get the calendars? Box office? Well, I mean, uh, you have to come down eventually to come see the plays, but you can do everything online before you come down. Uh, You can go to keanu.ca slash theater. You can buy your tickets. You can buy your calendar. You can reserve the seats you want. Uh, If there's good seats left, I know that opening night for sure. Opening night's getting very, very tight. So get your tickets. The elite of the elite. Everyone's going to be there. Uh, (laughs) Opening night's cool because we have these champagne receptions after the show. The Sawridge comes down and caters like a full spread. Like a full meal. Like, don't eat supper. It's complimentary with your ticket price. Um, But, you know, any night is a great night to come to the theater. Uh, You know, we try and, and, and... do our shows so that everyone has an opportunity to come, which is why we do them over two weeks. Um, you know, we do them over weeknights and weekends. So there, there really isn't an excuse why you can't come. But and also, uh, once you've come to see the show, as soon as you walk out, you're going to be like, Kate, I need a calendar stat. And guess what? We're selling them in the lobby before every show at intermission and after every show. So they will be right there waiting for you. Uh, If you're really lucky, you could hang around for a few extra minutes for the cast to come out and they might even be nice enough to sign and autograph your calendar. I got mine signed. These famous people. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, if you don't know where Keanu Theater and Arts Center is, if that you know, you might be new to town. We are. That's true. At- this is all, what I've learned about podcasting. This is always someone's first podcast. Yeah, uh, we we are obviously located in Keanu College, which is on the corner of Franklin and King Street. So it's down at at the end of downtown. Um, uh, we have a box office right through. You'll see in the main parking lot. There's a big purple building, and then there's a big building that says Theater uh, and Art the Center. We don't we know are. why it's purple. Don't ask. <laughs> no it one ever is. does. It's also it's not class. a palace. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, come down to our box office. We're open, uh, you know, 1230 in the weekdays. Um, our, our staff is friendly. We'd love to talk to you. You want to ask us questions. You want to uh, find out what other shows are coming up. Buy your tickets. You can do all that stuff at our box office. Keanu.ca slash theater mm-hmm. is where you can get all the information. Or like Misty said, just go down and bug them. Talk yep. to them. Especially when they're really busy. They like to get hounded. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we do. <laughs> right on. So I guess that's going to do it for this uh, this week of Calendar I guess Girls. I'll put my clothes back go on. Go check yeah. it out. We all got to get our clothes back God, on. And this is cold. the end of the nude podcast. So for the y- on behalf of Tito and for the YMM podcast, Tito I'm Toddsky. I'm Michelle. I'm Valmai. I'm Misty. We'll see you next set, and we'll see you at Calendar Girls. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. fuck. Thank <laughs> you.